safe environment. It's just, it's not a safe environment. Coming to you from the FlexFox Fantasy Federation's World Broadcasting Headquarters in Ottawa, welcome to this week's episode of Better Know an Owner. I'm your host, Nick the Man Penner, and my esteemed guest this week is Richard Kelly Ritz, owner of Bash Brothers. Welcome to the show, Richard. Thanks for having me. So obviously, Richard, you are another one of the new owners in our league, new this season, and we're very excited to have you. Uh, you're also the second Richard we have in our league. So uh, uh, how does it feel to be the, the second of your kind uh, joining this esteemed fantasy baseball league? Yeah, well, it's been uh, quite confusing at times. I've been uh, uh, mis- mistaken for the other Richard uh, multiple occasions, but I think people are gradually getting used to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, I think that's natural, obviously. Uh, there's there's a, a lot of overlap uh, in terms of names in this league. Uh, but I, I guess one of my opening questions for you is about nicknames. Uh, you've got a couple different ones. I don't know how familiar you are with the, the Weekly Show, our other podcast product. But uh, we've been calling you RKR, Richard 2.0, all kinds of different stuff. So I was just wondering if you had sort of a preference, what your preferred nickname is. Hmm, RKR. I don't mind that one. Richard 2.0, uh, neutral on. I think I prefer RKR. Uh, another one that I've been called over the years is R. Kelly. I'm uh, also okay with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, R. Kelly, great nickname. Uh, sad yeah. I didn't come up with that independently. <laughs> uh, I do like the sound of RKR personally, I must yeah. say. Uh, it, it, well, it's kind of like in the MGM school. Like it, There's just sort of a pomp to it that I respect. Yeah, I, I can. I'm okay with that. Okay, well, uh, great to have you uh, officially RKR now for for my purposes, and uh, I think we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, So to start the show today, we have our first segment, which is the one that I've repeated uh, with all our owners this season and last season, uh, and I like to call it the quick pitch. So Richard, uh, I'll basically give you about 30 seconds to pitch your team to any neutral listeners we may have out there, and let you explain a little bit about what your team uh, and you are really all about, and why people should be supporting you absolutely so i'd say uh, first of all is jump on the bandwagon this team is probably as good as it will ever be and uh, it's likely peaked this season uh, i will say jump on we've got a pretty solid offense driven by uh posey blackman and uh, dickerson who's having a, a great season uh, i'd say overall a pretty pretty consistent offense got some pop in it pretty uh strong position players uh, Pitching-wise, probably uh, a bit of a weakness for now, but my relief pitching is surprisingly efficient uh, considering I've got very few uh, closers on there. I think my total amount of saves on the season is like in the in the 3 to 10 range. Uh, but my, my starting staff has is, is got some upside to it. I think it's uh, worth following. And uh, overall, join my team for the uh, offensive outburst that it's capable of. Uh, absolutely capable of offensive outbursts. Uh, as 
I am personally experiencing right now in our matchup this week. So I, I can say firsthand that's true. Uh, you've led right into what I think is probably the most obvious topic that people want us to discuss on this episode, which is that you joined the league. Uh, and I think it's fair to say there were sort of lower expectations about your team. People thought it was sort of a, a mid-tier at best sort of situation. But then you've gone on an absolute tear since joining the league, obviously. You had a, an unprecedented, undefeated streak to start off, going 9 and uh at the beginning of the year uh what what are your thoughts i mean i guess first of all did you expect this to happen did you believe this team could be as good as it has been so i'd say starting off the uh, season i i did have a, a fair bit of optimism uh, for my team i think the first few power rankings that i saw i was uh, towards the bottom bottom quarter and i i did think my team was better than that did i did i think i would start 10 and 1 or have an undefeated streak of nine absolutely not uh, and I, I think overall, I, as, as I mentioned uh, earlier there, I've definitely overachieved uh, to this point. Um, I think if you look at the total points you know, scored, I think I'm seventh or, or eighth or something like that. And I think reasonably that's about where I rank among all the teams. I think I, I, you know, I haven't scored that many points each week and I've been had some really close calls uh, in terms of losses. There was one week against... Uh, uh, a flex there. I think I won by like one or two points, and he'd he'd taken a penalty that week uh, to 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 lose that game essentially. And um, I think in in points scored against, I have like the second fewest in the whole league. So it's been you know a fair bit of, of luck, which is nice for me. Uh, but I, I I certainly am not expecting that to continue. I think that there were a lot of people out there that were curious to see how much of the luck that you've received you would acknowledge on this episode. So uh, I'm glad to hear that I think in a lot of ways you have a very realistic take on your team. Uh, I mean, going forward, what do you think are your your outcomes for this team that you would like to see this season? Obviously, you're in a great spot to uh, win a playoff position. You could definitely shake things up going forward. But what would you say is sort of the overall goal for your franchise? For, for this season? Yes, for this season. So I think, I, I will say, I think my offense can compete. I think where, where I'm lacking right now is in the, uh, the, the, the quality starts for my pitching. Uh, so I think my goal is going to be uh, to just hack away at upgrading the, the bottom of my three pitchers there. Right now I've kind of rotated. I've got Kashner in there, Tomlin. And uh, Liriano, and I think if I could upgrade, you know, two of those three for more of a, a mid-rotation starter that can provide some consistent quality starts, I think that might help me balance my team a little bit more. So I think that's what I'm going to aim to do for the next uh, next few weeks. Mm, well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, then, but it sounds like you're going to be perhaps active in the trade market uh, in the days and weeks to come. Yeah, that that's my goal. I think. Am I going to sell the farm? Probably not. I, I just don't think I have that that good quality of a team to to really go all completely all in. But I, I recognize that even though I've been fairly lucky to get to where I am right now, I think I still have a pretty good foundation that I'll just kind of can add some pieces to, and then uh, hope for the best come the playoffs. That's a very good take to have. I think it's a good balanced approach you're, you're going with, and I'm excited really to see what happens now and yeah. what you're able to do, what sort of moves you're going to make. Yeah, me too. Uh, 
Uh, so uh, we can move on now. Uh, I don't want to dwell on this too long. We can move straight into uh, our second segment, uh, which is the quick hits. And so this is a, a segment, Richard, that delves a little bit deeper into your relationship with the league overall. So obviously you are a newer owner, but what would you say is your favorite memory from your time in the league? Boy, that's a tough one. I think it's only been uh, three or four months since I've been a part of it. Um, first thing that comes to mind, probably my, my first week, you know, I, I, I'd never played any sort of a fantasy league before. And, uh, you know, I come into a team with 20 leagues and uh, everyone seems to take it very seriously, which is great. And, uh, you know, first weekend I, I blow away. I think I got 350 points or something like that in the first week, which was a pretty uh, – pretty funny start for me uh so i'd say that's definitely the, the highlight so far of course i haven't even come close to matching that since but uh you know a great start for me mm-hmm. uh yeah no definitely uh it's great to have you you seem to be a very dedicated member so we're happy to have you in our our large league but definitely you got off to a great start i, I think you really jumped out of the gate with a bang and that's always exciting to get off the the season on a strong foot yeah it is i, I think the 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 flip side to that is now my, you know, my expectations going forward are probably have been set really high. I'm off to a good start and all that. So I think I, I'm trying to prepare myself for, you know, some losses in the future. Mm, uh, well, that's fair. Keep an even keel, all things considered, with uh, some losses. This too shall pass, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, on a similar note to that previous question, Richard, who is your favorite player that you've owned during your time in the league? I think I got to go with uh, Ivan Nova. That was uh, sort of a, a gut pick. I think I picked him first or second in the in the draft uh, this year, and I was sort of just building on the classic, you know, Pittsburgh Pirate take take a starter pitcher and turn him into a you know a number one or a number two guy. So I sort of trusted my gut there, and he's been uh, been excellent so far uh, this season. He's in the top twenty for total points by uh, pitchers, so I'm pretty uh, pleased with that pick. Uh, absolutely. A great pickup on your part. Uh, very good job identifying talent. Uh, I think that really paid off for you, that pick. Yeah. So since this podcast is all about creating feuds and sort of promoting trash talk, who would you say are your favorite and least favorite owners in the league? I think I'll go for a split approach on my, uh, on my favorites. I'll go uh, with uh, Aiden and Jatish. Um, first of all, with Aiden... I think uh, he was my uh, my first trading partner in the league, and uh, we just had good back and forth. I think the deal was VR and Conley was who I got, and I sent um, Odorizzi and uh, Marcus Semyon. And uh, so we just had a good back and forth on that, so that was a good first impression on uh, another owner in the league. And I also, I think a few weeks after I joined the league, there was that discussion about reforming the uh, minor league system, and uh, he was... Well, I forget the exact views on that, but he was the only seemingly uh, a small minority against uh, the the proposal. But he was, uh, you know, very uh, very forward in his opinion, and he posted the uh, the article there on the website, which uh, you know I, I really respect that uh, sharing his opinion. So I'd put him up there, uh, Jatish as well. Mainly one thing, uh, I think it was the night of the draft. Uh, he, he messaged the uh, the Slack the Slack board there and uh, said that make sure that I cross reference my picks with who who's who's owning the prospects in the in the Google Sheets and that was great because I, I would have totally messed up my draft I think I had Aaron Judge in my, as my third or fourth pick so that was a a real saver there and would have started me off really on the wrong foot if I messed that up. 
Uh, in terms of least favorite, that's a tough one. I haven't, you know, talked to, to too many owners for too long, but I think I'll go with uh, Ian, uh, the, the other fellow new owner. Reason being, uh, he's confused me, I think, once, maybe twice uh, for the other Richard, which is fine, uh, except that he's partially convinced me that I have prospects that I don't actually have. Uh, the other Richard owns, uh, I think, Lucas Giolito from the uh, – uh, the White Sox there, and you got me really excited that I owned them, and then I was a bit of a letdown when I looked into the sheet and found, in fact, that it was the other Richard that uh, owned them. Uh, that's very fair. A good reason to <laughs> dislike Ian, uh, giving you that sort of false hope on Giolito. Uh, and excellent that you've sort of made good connections in the league. Uh, obviously, lots of respect to, to Aiden for his role in the league and Jathish with, uh, with some timely advice that, uh, that really helped you out to start your career in the league. So great, great to see those sort of bonds forming. Yeah, absolutely. Look forward to more of that. So to round out this segment, I have a trivia question for you about your team. Uh, are you ready to answer that? Yeah, go for it. Uh, so this is actually a subject you've already touched on briefly in this episode. But aside from keepers, who was the first player you ever drafted to your team? Oh, boy. I'm going to go with Matt Shoemaker. Uh, Matt Shoemaker is indeed the correct answer. Uh, you took him one round before you took Ivan Nova, so uh, that was in fact your first Matt Shoemaker. Uh, he's been all right for you this season. He's been a, a bit up and down. He's hurt right now, but overall, I think he's had a, a positive impact on your team. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I would agree. Would I pick him first going back? Probably not. Uh, he's he started off quite poor, but he's uh, before he got injured there, he'd been he provided three or four starts there in a row that were quite solid. Yeah, uh, he uh, he's definitely the type of pitcher that is able to perform at times, so uh, a safe pet and uh, one that has been a positive impact on your team. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so for this next segment, I'm hoping we can improve our understanding of who exactly Richard is with a quick game of Two Truths and a Lie. So for anyone who doesn't know or who hasn't listened to this podcast regularly, that is the game in which Richard will tell me three statements about himself and his life, two of which are factual, they are accurate, they are true statements, one of which, however, is a bold-faced lie. Uh, I will ask a couple follow-up questions about these statements, uh, and then Richard, uh, along with the listeners playing at home, I will to try and deduce which of the statements is in fact the lie. Richard, are you ready? I'm good to go. Excellent. Let's hear it. Okay. Outside of Flex, who introduced me to the league, I've never actually met anyone in person. Number two, I still have a BlackBerry phone. Number three... I've never been west of Ontario in Canada. Uh, very good statement, I will say. You uh, clearly prepared well for this uh, game we like to play on the show. Uh, I think the first statement is interesting, uh, that Flex is the only owner you've met in real life uh, from this league. Uh, I guess my question there is, uh, what, what was sort of the circumstance behind you and Flex meeting? Well, how did you two get to know each other? So we were in the uh, same program at the University of Waterloo. It was uh, urban planning. And uh, I, I hadn't spoken to him, uh, you know, too often other than it intermittently over the years. Uh, but I was in a, a group project with him uh, this term. And I was procrastinating up on uh, the projection screen one time. And I was just looking at uh, baseball stats. And I think he noticed that. And uh, 
there was an owner, I think that had dropped out of league. So then he just asked me if I was interested and uh, started from there. Mm, uh, well, excellent to see that uh, Flex is able to discover new talented owners in unexpected places. So yeah. that's very good. Uh, your second statement is that you still own and, and use presumably a BlackBerry phone. Uh, well, why is that? Is there a, a particular reason you're drawn to Blackberries? Well, I went to the University of Waterloo and I was also born there. And as you know, uh, BlackBerry started there. So I, I feel a, a strong connection to that as a brand. Um, it's a Canadian company, and I think as long as it's in business, I plan to uh, stick with it. Uh, excellent to hear that you support local industries. Uh, BlackBerry, of course, very important to Waterloo, uh, a proud product of the area. So congratulations to you for that support. Uh, your third statement is that in Canada, you've never been west of Ontario, uh, which is a, a very interesting statement indeed. Uh, does that mean you've been to the east a bit? Uh, you, you've toured around that area of Canada more? I have, yeah. We've actually uh, got a, a family cottage we go to in uh, Prince Edward Island. I've got a little bit of family in Quebec as well, as well as a, uh, a cabin we visit in, uh, just outside of Ottawa. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh, well, this is, of course, the time where I have to pick which of the things you've said is, in fact, the lie. The first statement that you made about Flex being the owner that you have met in person, uh, that seems totally plausible to me. I had met very few of the owners in the league before last year's Christmas party, so I, I will give that one a pass. That one seems believable. Still using a BlackBerry, uh, I think, is a little hard for me to stomach. I know a lot of people uh, who have sort of given up that stance in recent years, and it's getting sort of harder and harder to come by good quality Blackberries, it seems. So that one's a little suspicious to me. Never been west of Ontario. Obviously, you have lots of family connections in the east. You've got good reasons to travel there. Uh Maybe I would I would suspect that you'd at least traveled west just one time on a on a lark of sorts, uh, and I think I sort of talked myself into that one. So I'm going to say that number three is the lie, and you have in fact traveled west of Ontario while remaining in Canada. That is incorrect. It's the uh, first one that was a lie. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was completely off then. Uh, so who else in the in the league have you met? So I, I don't remember everyone that was there. I think it was it was on the draft night, um, and it was I think Adam, Jeremiah, Aiden, Jatith, and uh, Cam, and Richard. Mm, uh, well then, very foolish. Uh, I completely forgot about that draft day party that obviously I was not at, but uh, it would have been good to remember that you had been there, uh, <laughs> and that would have been a great opportunity for you to meet other league owners. So uh, let everyone know that uh, RKR is a deceitful person, and he can trick you too. Uh, that's a little <laughs> PSA to the other owners. Here you go. Uh, well, we have to take a quick break now, but dear listeners, stay tuned. This episode of Better Known Owner is once again brought to you by Mama Teresa's Italian Ristorante. Mama Teresa's is your home for delicious Italian food in the Ottawa area. You already know I'm a big fan of this restaurant. I love to go there all the time. I get delicious Italian meals there. And what comes after great Italian meals? Great Italian desserts. And Mama Teresa's has them all. They have the tiramisu. They have cakes. They have pies. They have lemon sorbet. Everything you could want at Mama Teresa's. Have it after your meal. Just go there for the desserts themselves. Whatever, you can't go wrong at Mama Teresa's. You can visit them online at mamateresa.com. That's M-A-M-M-A-T-E-R-E-S-A.com. 
Or, if you're in Ottawa, you can find them at 300 Somerset Street West. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. Now, Richard, as I'm sure you know, the FlexFox Fantasy League has fans the world over who follow our every move with uh, great attention. But now that we have this podcast, we've opened up our listener mailbag once again, and we'll be asking some of the most pressing questions to our owners. Uh, Richard, would you like to answer a couple of questions today? Absolutely. Uh, so our first question comes from Helmut K. in Berlin, Germany. Have you ever been to Berlin? I have not, no. Uh, Berlin, a lovely city. Uh, definitely, you should check it out if you're ever in the area. Uh, Helmut's question is, are you more of an early bird or a night owl? Uh, definitely an early bird. I uh, peak pretty much as soon as I wake up, and by one, I'm fairly tired. Uh, makes sense. Uh, that's good. So uh, clearly, other owners should be sending you their trade proposals in the mornings, so you can really uh, delve into them then. Yeah, or at night if they're trying to pull one over on me. Also true. Another tactic. Yeah. So our next question today comes from Francine O in Huntington, West Virginia. Uh, have you ever been to West Virginia? I think I've driven through it one time, but never really stopped and saw the sights. Uh, that's fair, uh, but definitely driving through. Uh, you'd appreciate the, the natural beauty of the state. Lovely rivers, lovely mountains. Uh, great place to visit if you're ever there again. Okay. Uh, Francine's question is, if you could change any current rule in baseball, which rule would you change, and why would you change it? I think I'd have to go with the uh, the new one they implemented there last year for the second base slide. I still, uh, just mm -hmm. the other day there, I was looking at the re a few replays of situations uh, where that happened last year, and I'm still not completely on board with it, so I think I would uh, would take that one out. Uh, that's a very good pick, obviously a, a rule that's caused quite a bit of consternation in different scenarios. Uh, I, yeah, I, I do think that, you know, in some situations, it, it's a rule that's done more harm than good. Yeah, I, I will say, I think as a, as a part two to that, another one I might tool a little bit is the, uh, the, the amount of time, you know, needed for the video review there. I found a few times it's it's gone on a little bit and, you know, added quite a bit of time to, to game. So I think they're still in the process of, of shortening that up. But I think that's important that that's, that that's done in the, in the future. In a lot of ways, it affects the flow of the game too much. So I agree with you that there are some kinks to be worked out. Uh, so our final question today comes from Greg W. in Moncton, New Brunswick. Uh, ever been to Moncton? I have, yeah. Uh, great city, Moncton. Uh, glad you appreciate it. Uh, Greg's question today, and it's a would you rather, so pay close attention. Would you rather be woken up every morning by having a stranger come into your room and tickle you, or every time you sneeze you forget everything that happened in the previous ten minutes? I think given the fact that I'm an early riser anyway, I think I would be okay with the tickling because, you know, it, there's probably worse ways to be woken up. And I think uh, to, to forget everything every time I sneeze, I've got pretty bad allergies in the spring. So, uh, you know, come summer, I wouldn't remember anything that happens in the spring. So I'll stick with the morning tickle. That's understandable. I think it's a good pick. The, the forgetting things would definitely have a real impact on your life. And with the the Stranger Tickle one, at least in my opinion, I mean, at the very worst, you may meet some new people. You might make a new friend that way. Yeah, that's also, oh, it's a different stranger every day. So I wouldn't get to know the stranger. Uh, and Well, and you wouldn't have to maybe worry as much then if it's uh, a rotating cast coming through your room. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll stand by that. Uh, so very good pick on that one. 
Uh, so next up, Richard, we have our lightning round. So Richard, I will ask you as many questions as you can answer in 60 seconds. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to the previous episode, but Wendy did very well at this, so hopefully you can uh, come close to matching her at least. Uh, are you ready? Yeah, it's a lot to live up to, but go for it. All right. Well, the clock starts now. Rain or snow? Rain. Favorite baseball pitcher? Be a genie. Most recent song you listened to? American Idiot. Favorite actor? DiCaprio. First car you drove? Ford Windstar. Last person you ate a meal with? Uh, Siblings. Favorite part of the human face? Teeth. Are you good at mini golf? No. What color of baseball bat would you use? Blue. Favorite... Uh, favorite brand of clothes? Ralph Lauren. Do you like coffee? No. Favorite vowel? You. Uh, I think that's time. A lot of good answers there. Very impressed with how many questions you got through. Uh, a couple of, of ones, I guess, to follow up on. Uh, glad that Biagini is your favorite pitcher. Is there any reason you have such a, a special affection for him? He works hard and he gives a classic interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely uh, one of the more personable Blue Jays. Uh, I also thought it was interesting that your favorite part of the human face is the teeth. Uh, is there a motivation behind that answer? Uh, I would say, you know, it's, well... Oddly enough, it's one of the first things that came to mind, but I think there's just something about a, a nice smile that, you know, I associate with teeth, so I'd go with that. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, everyone likes a good smile, and teeth are, are crucial to that. Uh, a smile would not look half as good, in my opinion, without teeth. Yeah, you're no kidding. So, to wrap up our show today, we have our big finale, which is the one minute of free talk. So, Richard, anything you want to say or rant about or promote or plug or shout out or make any mention of whatsoever, this is your minute to do it. Ready? I'm good to go. Go for it. Okay, so I'll just make a few uh, fantasy-related slash baseball-related comments. I'd say the, the one annoyance I have with the ESPN system right now is is not due to ESPN. It's mainly... Uh, due to our little system there with the prospects, but I find it a little annoying to go back and forth there to see what prospects are available in in the free agencies and which ones are taken. Uh, I've learned a new word recently, streamer. That's a new fantasy word I've learned, which I'm still not 100% sure what it means, but I think I'm getting there. Uh, So that's one thing. Uh, Another thing, more just general baseball related. Um, So as I mentioned earlier, I still have a BlackBerry, and my BlackBerry browser is pretty brutal, uh, so it can't run websites very very well. But Baseball Reference just upgraded their website in the last few months, and I still can't get enough of how much better it is uh, on my phone and just in general. So that's it for my comments. Uh, Those are your comments. Uh, Very good all around. I think you have some good points there, uh, especially with the annoyance of having to tab between the, uh, the Google Doc and the actual free agent list. Uh, I wish there was a better way. ESPN definitely needs to give us some more tools on that one. Yeah, that being said, I think it's great that we have a minor league, and it's not that much of a pain. I mean, it's just basically a Control-F in the Google Sheets, but what can you do? 
definitely could be better. Yeah. Uh, well, Richard, uh, I think that will just about do it for our time today. But I want to thank you for being such a great guest. No problem. It's been a pleasure. This episode of the Flexbox Fantasy Federation's Better Known Owner podcast was directed, hosted, and edited by myself, Nick Penner. Production assistance came from Jack Taylor and Paul Long. Special thanks today to my guest, Richard, to Nicole LaPlante, and to Michael Martin. Our intro music is the Better Known Owner theme by Randy Lloyd, and our outro music is Run in the Night by the Good Lord. If you have any comments, listener mailbag questions, or if you'd like to book an appearance on the show, email us flexfoxbroadcasting at gmail.com again that's flexfoxbroadcasting at gmail.com on behalf of myself and all of us here at flexfox broadcasting thank you for listening we'll see you next time